for sale. Crows for sale. <laughs> Why is it not like a, it's really like a skit or something, dude? Put that in the movie. Instead of like the horn, he's literally just squeezing a crow. <laughs> it's like, ah. Well, that's like the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> well, that cheered me up a little bit. <laughs> you monster? No, the crow joke. I'm still upset about that. I just don't know where this entitlement came from. You know, the fuck bit me on my leg. Probably a mosquito, Willie. Fuck me. Why would I bite him? You're jealous of what? <laughs> of cooking ability. Those were dank. <laughs> Get your crow. <laughs> Get your crow here. Crow's here. <laughs> There's probably another bird next to their nest or some shit. Yeah, that yeah it's just upset. It's like, go yeah. away. It's a bird battle. Well, yesterday when bird I got my when my mom was cutting my hair, I saw a pigeon and a crow fighting right here in this tree. Did Always... you join in? No. <laughs> you had no stake in that fight. I didn't. Obviously, cats fighting, and I'm just like, stop, be friends. <laughs> and they're so loud when yeah, they it's fight. Like, it's always like, yeah. Like, it's like it, it's like an engine revving. It's like. Yeah. Well, we were uh, in the living room. The door's wide open because we don't have air conditioning because we're third world in our house right now. Sick. Um, we just hear... Yeah, that was so good. Oh, they literally sound like Olong Johnson. Like, And Joel goes, what was that? And I was like, I think it's a cat. And then Rob comes in and it's like still looking. And Rob's like, what the fuck is that? And they go outside. It's two cats just staring each other down. And one's... It's like... They're so dumb. They weren't like they didn't even look like they were fighting. They were just like talking. They're like, "Hey, <laughs> like just so you know." That's fucking weird. Or maybe the one cat's just like, "I don't know what you're doing," but I don't know what you're doing, pal. I'm not gonna stand for this bullshit. <laughs> uh, anywho, those uh, Rob, you made those. I thought Morgan made those. Morgan helped me with the chicken because I don't really know how those. I say I don't consider you the cooking type, so I was a little no. frightened. I was like chewing it. I was like, "Is this red?" No, no, no. My my sister cooked the chicken because I was like, "What the fuck?" Just ask. Is it going or? Yeah, it's been going. Oh, yeah. Since the chicken man. Since the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. You hear that? Did you say some? No, No, I was just wondering. I had had no idea. It's tone of racism, man. Jesus. What? (laughs) You look like you got something to say, bro. That crow's got a lot to say currently. Yeah, those crows are uh, something else. Is that going to be a problem for you? Do I need to shut the door? Can I shut the door? Oh, no, I mean, it feels it's kind of nice. Yeah, with the yeah. door open. It feels good, man. I'm just really curious how, like, how audible that's going to be no, to, our, uh, to Faith and Jack. <laughs> <laughs> They're going hard right now. And possibly people are kind of funny. I keep spamming them, so. Please listen. Please respond. Please give respond. <laughs> give us a job. It'll be like that guy in the H3H3 video we just watched. Oh, God, no. That was weird, Christ. dude. The worst part is, like, I was right. Like, he got that dollar uh, Ellen. He, yeah, he got, like, a bargain bin. O- <coughs> uh, not Oprah, Ellen. A bargain bin Ellen? Yeah. She was, like, fat. She had, like, I don't know. It was, it was really bad. 99 cent story like, Ellen? barely looked like her. And then it was clearly, like, dubbed in English. And it was so, like... That was what was making it even creepier to me. Yeah. And it was obviously, like, a script he wrote. And then when you consider all the things that happened in that video, it's like, oh, he wrote it to be like that. Like, that's what he thinks... I was Reality also telling Rob, it's, weird. it's always awkward when you watch like a foreign video and they're like speaking. Like I would imagine he's from it was from Poland. Poland, I think they said Polish. That, that's okay. Netherlands or some shit. He's from somewhere around there, uh, and he was like speaking his language. And then at the very end of the phone, he's like "fuck," and I'm like, 
That's so weird. Like, as a, an American, I've never just been like, do 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 do. This is American speak. Shiza. Like, as soon as <laughs> I'm done, like, you just don't, like, you switch a language to curse. That'd be cool, though. Shiza. Cousin alternate languages. Yeah. I mean, Chinga to Madre. So. Kulo or whatever. What does that mean? Kuya. Which means ass. Kuja? <laughs> you think Konyo's pussy? Me and, uh, like me and Sean wanted to have like a, like a hardcore. I mean, my porn's taught me everything I know about Spanish. Like a hardcore punk band, like Dead Kennedy style, and call it Cabron. Call it what? Cabron. Cabron. <laughs> and just write like songs in really simple Spanish. Oh, dude, I was at uh, Stater Brothers getting. Also, Coinstar, she came through. Like, Coinstar's fun, yeah. It's fun until you look at the receipt and it tells you how much it took, and you're like, "Oh, if I had just been like a Dude, little, does it? Uh, does yeah. it take like a ridiculous percentage? It takes ten point nine percent. Fucking every dollar. Christ! So it takes about eleven cents for every dollar. Jesus. So, uh, it took thirty dollars for me, and so uh, you could have gotten like one hundred and twenty. Yeah. Jesus. What's the alternative? Can you just go to the bank? Well, you have to roll quarters, probably, huh? Yeah. You can make them do it. They're just not going to be happy with you. I mean, it's their job, so. Yeah. I don't know Dude, if I could do that to somebody. I know people that have like gone to college and then like that's their careers. Like now I work at the bank. Like they to get your like finance degree or whatever. Oh, you, you have to work at the bank. No, like that's just that's what you, that's what that degree like lends itself to. Like, I imagine oh, really? you could be like. Well, a, yeah, if you if you're gonna be like a loan officer or something. Yeah. Right? No, but I mean like a, a bank teller. Like you have to have a degree to even do that now. Oh really? Uh, I think the people that do like the deposit slips and shit. Mm. And it's like I know people did that, and like they hate it now. I'm like, well, yeah. Have you ever been to the bank? It's like it doesn't. It's not fun for the the patron either. It's like, pretty bad. Banks are almost DMV level, or like it's like DMV post office bank. Well, if you catch the bank on a good day, it's fine. But if you catch the DMV any those. day, it's bad. Because I went to the post office on fr- Friday, I think, and it was like. And I went to the good one over there by uh, two guys in that same parking lot where, like, it's always just, like, in and out there. And I had already – it was prepaid postage on eBay, and she was just like, oh, we can't actually use this because you're, like, point-something pounds off. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Can't we just put, like, a stamp on there or something? Like, yeah. So I had to void it and then, like, pay for new postage. And she's like, well, um, you're going to you're gonna have to, like, redo this on the internet. And I'm like, I don't – I'm already here. Like, let me just do it here. Like, and that – I swear to God, that, that post office, I've never had a bad experience there. Which one? The in the same it's like in the same parking lot as two guys right next to the pawn shop, same parking lot. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a not pawn there's a bank right there or not a bank post office post Post office. office. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's never seen it. That's the one I always go to. Although I will say when I lived in Redlands, there's that old timey post office that's right by the mall. You know what I'm talking about? I have gone to that one. There's never a line. That's a great like they were always super helpful there. Like because I used to have a lot of I used to I used to have to sell a lot of collections on eBay to be able to afford rent. So I was there um, pretty often. Kinkos and use their shit now. Yeah, but that's like UPS or something, isn't it? Or so it's like it's probably more more money i would imagine i also don't want to get fedex my if it's fedex i don't want to give them my business ever yeah oh. fedex can I, suck a fat one dude <laughs> i feel bad it's like bittersweet when we I, told like, stories. I see amazon people dropping our packages off now like amazon has their own uh delivery yeah oh, nice. and you're huh. kind of like you're doing it but you're also like oh you're taking over like it's it's yeah bad. it's kind of a monopoly it's kind of like but then drones are gonna take their jobs no or? they've already said that they can't do that because there's too many laws it's like a lot of privacy laws because you have to monitor your drones, right? Like, uh, if and you're gonna eventually, I would say inevitably you're gonna fly over someone's backyard and someone's gonna be naked or something. Like, then it just becomes a lawsuit problem. So I don't think that's the route, at least right not right now, unless they have to like stay parallel with roads, which would it's like well then have a car drive it. <laughs> well, then there's all the, um, what's it called? I was about to say FCC the the lockers. No, I the, like that system. The lockers, really? Yeah. What well, is it? the Amazon if lockers. Amazon, you can get oh. shit same day if you just go to a locker. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, we don't have many in San. We don't have any in San Marino, but they're in Riverside. Like, if you were a college student or 
hope that doesn't get picked up. I think up. they're technically still like testing that. Yeah. Because right? it was all over San Diego. Well, there's they the, have them in Riverside. The Seven yeah. Eleven right there that we go to. That's an Amazon locker. Oh, really? Oh, really? There's yeah. One. yeah, you can get shit safe. Okay. Day. That GNM gas station. Next time we want something. Oh, sorry. That GNM gas station on hospitality. There's an Amazon locker right there. Fuck. We should do that sometime. So I didn't even know they were doing that shit anymore. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> next time we need something to be at the here. See if, like, ship it to yeah. the 7-Eleven. Well, because here's the thing. like, be interesting. The way it goes, because we work there, so I kind of have the experience of working in uh, Outbound and all that, is they have to have, like, a truck come pick it up, and then that truck has to go to Ontario. We live, like, a mile away from the factory. That truck has to then go to Ontario, which is 20 minutes from us, and then they sit there, and then it sits in a bin all night until in the morning. Someone scans it, puts it on a truck. Then they drive back from Ontario to San Bernardino, then they drop it off. That's fucking versus stupid. They have an Amazon hired truck driver who literally, okay, this package is UPC number, which is the SKU. You, you know mm. that too. Uh, he scans and he's like, all right, this goes in the locker B52. And then you just go and then you literally punch in a little code and you grab it. So instead of them having to go through the post office, which is ass, like, yeah, can't tell you how many times so they're like, it's been delivered and it does, it it's was never, never delivered. delivered. Yeah, that sucks. And it's then like, you write email to Amazon. Oh, am I living in the Twilight like, Zone? You feel like <laughs> they think you're lying and you're like, uh, I didn't get this. And there's always, you always feel guilty. Like, Amazon, dude, I'll order books. And okay, here's the upsetting thing. I worked at Amazon where I, my, my job was to put books on, and stuff on the shelf. And if it's damaged, you're supposed to take it like out of inventory, essentially. So when I get something and it's damaged, it's like, okay, either it was there when it shouldn't have been or one of your people messed it up and still sent it out. Because we also did the job where we packaged it. And they always said, if it's not, if there's something wrong with it, damage it out. You know what I'm saying? So or when it's I get, like if you wouldn't want to receive it in that condition. Exactly. Yeah. So when I get books, which I order a lot from Amazon, like, and they're all creased and stuff, it's like, I didn't pay a full price for a damaged book. Like, that's not fair. So yeah, I send it back every time, and then you kind of feel guilty, but it's like, well, give me what I paid for. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's my soapbox rant. For I this remember episode. when we started there, they're like, always pack because we did. Uh, I've done everything there, even though I don't work there anymore. Uh, I did. I worked for Kohl's and Amazon, and then like they're like, all right, you do uh, inbound, outbound, um, and like picking and stowing and all that crap. When you're in the outbound, they're like, ne- like package a box, like you're gonna send it to your grandmother. Yeah, and I'm like oh, that's their oh, like. Don't tell me world. that. <laughs> I've heard that in other departments too. That's like a that's like a site wide thing where they're like. Uh, anything you wouldn't send to your grandma, you know, pack it back. I'm like, my grandma doesn't have a computer. My grandma <laughs> isn't buying this dildo, sir. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, would my <laughs> well, grandma I like mean, this? I wouldn't know. I guess Justin Bieber sex doll, which is a real thing that we sell. Fucking Christ! Uh, really? How does he feel about that? I don't know. Well, because it's not actually Justin Bieber. It's, it's like, like it's name. It's like yeah. It's like uh, it's like a look like Dustin Beaver or something. <laughs> Dust- like, oh, that's probably what it is. To be fair, Dustin Bieber. I, I wish I could. They, they had one for Paris Hilton too, but it was literally it was the the version of her from the uh, the sex tape. No, from the Carl's Jr. commercial because like oh. on the box it okay. showed her like Holy it showed shit. like this porn star that looked nothing like Paris Hilton <laughs> eating a giant cheeseburger, and it's just like what? Why is that part of your sex doll? I mean, ad like what the I fuck? Mean, it's turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was makes me want to go to Carl's. I was at work like a month. <laughs> yeah, true. Shout out to Big Carl, dude. The Big C, dude. The Big C. Uh, I'm gonna give her my Big C. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Chris sometimes I wish I could just pick your brain and, and go back to those memories and be like, what did he see when he was in the sex department? Like, oh, God. <laughs> no, you don't. Do you have PTSD? It's very emasculating when you're just stalking, like, giant a, a, dragon like a whole dildos. crate full of, like, 12 inch dildos, and you're just like, okay. Who needs a 12 inch dildo? You're just touching dildos all day. It's a weird where you're like, I don't know if, I, like, if I'm comfortable with this. It's such a weird. But who needs a 12 inch dildo? I feel like they're gag gifts, right? Oh yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I would say literally they might For, be. like bachelorette parties. <laughs> 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 okay, I just got it. All right, all right. No, but like that there's just, I'm just just goofing. <laughs> Same, but like 
there's an entire economy around those things. Like, yeah, it's fucking weird. You, if you're gonna produce like 1.8 million black 15 uh, inch dildos and like they're you sell all of them, it's like okay, well some of them are really going for gold there. Like they're not, it's not a joke anymore. Some people are really like, I need that. Yeah, so that's true. The finest silicone, <laughs> real to the touch. But uh, maybe if you're like a camera, mine you're from like, the I islands of Fiji. Professional equipment. <laughs> I guess Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Thank you. Dildos. Dildo talk. How do we got from? Oh, it was Amazon. Okay. Let's we'll talk about dildos. But I would love an Amazon store. But then I was about to say. Like, I, we, I thought you were about to, to say. Uh, unhire our people. I thought you wanted an Amazon dildo. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I already Amazon get fucked by dude. Amazon. I feel like uh, in Logan where they had those uh, the, the cars. Trucks. That's that's probably not that far off. Like in reality. Within the next five to ten years. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Would you trust like thousands of dollars of freight on like a AI? Well, I mean, if they make it good enough, yeah. As it's long as they don't. It's probably better transform. than trusting a human. Well, I mean, yeah. less human errors, like. Well, like they've already said, like a. Well, I mean, uh, all sidebar, uh, kind of funny. Colin left. That makes me. Re- I'm still sad about that. That's like, very uh, sad. My favorite person from my favorite podcast uh, resigned. I enjoyed his political talks. Yeah, uh, he did a one-on-one podcast with. Uh, I want to say his his sisters, or. His brother-in-law's like younger brother, or whatever. He works for. He went to MIT and he's like a AI, um, like robotics engineer person. And he was saying that uh, we're like really far away from robots, but we're really close to AI. Which is, I mean, he's like, so he's like, some people have already claimed that there's AI like that works, but like obviously someone can go and prove it wrong. But <coughs> he's like, the problem with self-driving cars is not the car; it's the people around the car. He's like, because the car will go straight, but he's like, what's to stop someone else from slamming into that car? Oh, yeah, yeah. Death so by self-driving car mm-hmm. is going to become a thing. Yeah. Well, like, you're the person that causes the death if it does it. But he's saying, like, the problem with Logan is, like, I don't mean, like, does the company trust the AI? It's, like, does the company trust the AI to not get fucking rammed off the road and have everything stolen from inside of it? You know what I mean? Right. Because uh, Fast and Furious, they do that. It's, like, they can easily do that to an AI, which I don't think legally they, that it can defend itself with, like, electricity and shit or something. Electricity. Well, I don't know. I just, you know. Be, like, some that. transformer shit. But... I mean, I'd love to be able to nap on my way to work and be like, oh, I'm here. I do. That would be great. That'd be dank. I st- you just got no one to open your eyes. Have you guys seen that video of the guy in traffic in a Tesla just sleeping? Yeah. And the car's driving itself? Oh, I was sh- like, that fucking scares me. Because <laughs> yeah. what if he just, like, wakes up deaths. suddenly? He's like, oh, where am I? And grabs the wheel and fucking yeah. jerks it. How are those Google cars doing? Uh, I think they're fine. You know what's funny about that is uh, the two or three accidents that were in Google cars were when the person was actually driving yeah, and not the using the automation shit. control from the car. The yeah. car was like, no, and then the hit slammed into yeah. the wall. So dumb. Didn't they run over somebody? I thought I saw a video of that. Or like a GIF anyway. No, there, that I don't know. I did see a story where there was a guy driving a Tesla or something. It was one of the self-driving ones, I think. And he saw this one car like veering into the, the median or whatever. And he fucking like, took control of the car and Made the car not crash. I guess Elon Musk is going to give him a free car. Wait, how did he do that? I don't understand that. I don't know that I'd take that free car. I'm like, I don't know. You, you fooled me once. I don't know if I could take that ride. Well, yeah. I mean, you could sell it. It's true. That's what I would do. <laughs> sell it, get a real car. Mm. How much are those worth? Tesla? What, Teslas? Yeah. Uh, anywhere from like the low, low end ones. 10? Like no. I would get one if really? I, if yeah, I had a really be, expensive. Yeah, huh. like yeah. yeah. Um. Speaking of which, I was at Smart and Final, and this lady pulled up in a Tesla, and it's like a super old lady, like retired type, and uh, I was like, oh, it's a rad car, and she's like, rad? I haven't heard that one in a while. 
Christ. And I was like, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, uh, my son told me you got to get rid of the Benz and you need to get a real car and all this stuff like that. And I was like, it must be nice to just have someone go, you should get a different car. And then they, you go, oh, yeah, you're right. And then and get s- another car. Oh, you know what's cool about electric vehicles? My cousin has one. They and require he, gas. Well, that. And then <laughs> he can actually go in the carpool lane without oh, having yeah. an extra passenger. I can go in nice. the carpool. I just got to apply for the sticker because mine gets 45 to the gallon. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. If you have a clean air vehicle, uh, anything above like 40, I think you can get a sticker and just take I love the carpool. Oh, my pollutant-ass vehicle. <laughs> also. Said I love my pollutant-ass vehicle. <laughs> also, my you cousin. Did you tax? Yeah. What tax? <laughs> it's a cl- uh, pollution tax or whatever. If you get a car that's under like 25 miles of the gallon or like under 30, you have to pay like an extra. Well, that's why I, that's why I settled for the Charger instead of the Challenger because the Challenger has a gas guzzler tax on top of that. Does it really? Yeah, it's like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And then on top of that, it's the insurance is higher because it's only a two door instead and of a four door. And it makes your uh, registration go up each year. Too. Okay, They're is not it up? But it's it's higher. Is it normal. based off the year too? Probably. Or, okay, because I have a two thousand one, and my oh, truck. Oh yeah, you're fine. My truck on a good year. It's, when a good you, it's the purchase of when you're buying the car, not now. Oh, yeah. okay. It's just a tax add. I was gonna it. say I don't want to put any more money in that truck. <laughs> Jesus, but uh, anyway, let's uh. Should we go back to, to Lo- Logan? To the Let's get Ryan into Rob's list. Ryan, do the review. Do we tell everyone what this podcast is going to be? Nah. Oh, we'll let him figure it oh, out. Oh, well, I guess I could, uh, we're like up. officially in our. We're entering back on our bullshit, year. dude. We're, we're back, officially back. back on forgive bullshit. us, Lord. We're back. On our <laughs> Lord, forgive us. <laughs> we're uh, we we officially hit two years like a week ago. Hallelujah. Yeah. Going strong. It's really okay. So I don't know if anyone listening can hear, but yeah, like, I was just wondering about every that. time someone stops talking, I can hear like just shit country music in the background, and it throws me off. And I just I'm like, huh? Oh. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> country? PTSD. Uh, These are the same neighbors that played literally everything. They yeah, do. on the Super Bowl they were playing like uh, a wide variety, and I was like, oh okay. Oh. You guys are all oh, white. Our I can see yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but anyway, so we're entering our third year. We're in a, still working on Patreon. I don't know when we're going to do that yet, but we're expanding and uh, working on getting the camera here pretty soon too. Camera studio, building a new studio pretty quick, which I'm excited about, especially because the air conditioning is getting real hot real fast. Yep. Um, so we're going to do our yearly uh, top movies of that year. So this year will be top 16 of 2016. We did it. Was it 14 the first time we did it? Um, and we did 15. Didn't yeah, I think time. so. Our very first episode, which Jacob was on, I don't know. He's that was a, that was in your apartment, right? Yeah. yeah. There was a couple of other episodes before that that we just had to trash, like because we did one before that I deleted because it was almost so, like, It was literally everyone yeah. was like, ah, just, like uh, yeah, it's, it's, you kind of get like this weird. Gi- I mean, you kind of learn how to do this, like because when we first started, it was like everyone's talking over each other. Yeah, and nobody and knew how to like pause. I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's an art form. To I talk like to think we're like. better at it now, right? Yeah, I hope. Sure. <laughs> Two years in. Come on. Oh, sure. Okay. For sure. Uh, so yeah, as per what you I said. feel like I've seen every movie of last year except for I still haven't seen Zootopia. So I mean, I'll come back to that eventually. But there's a uh, yeah. Just for the record, I I saw most of the movies I wanted to see. Like there's a couple I still haven't seen, but it's it's stuff that I I'm pretty confident it wouldn't upseat anything in my list. So that's why I'm just ready to go. But, uh, <coughs> we'll do it up, my man. Ready to rock Starting at number sixteen, uh, I put Hell or High Water, which we both watched. I thought that would be like top five for you. Um, yeah, it was a good ass movie. I just there were so many good movies this year, and like a lot of the movies that I that are ranked higher, it's because I watched them multiple times this year and liked them every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Because, like, the next one on the list is... That one I highly recommend, though. It's fucking great. It's great. I love it. Okay, there's, like, a market now for for movies like that. When you consider that movie, um, the Nocturnal Animals, that uh, I don't feel home in this world anymore. Yeah, No Country for Old Men is definitely one of those kind of movies. Blue Ruin. Green Room and Blue Ruin, sure. Those fit on there. It's, like, this new, like, low-budget contained thriller. Like, it's great. I love that genre, and I hope that people keep making movies like that. Yeah, because you can take more risks there, I think, too. Well, and you can also hire, like, um, character actors who are famous, but not, like, Brad Pitt or, or even or just, like... Like Jeff Bridges is a good example. Yeah. Well, would, this one would be, like, the higher-end budget of the low-tier ones. Yeah. Well, this one also, like, it had an interesting story. This one was written by the guy that wrote Sicario, so if you like that movie. And I do. Yeah. We definitely like that at Best Bros HQ. Um, so, yeah. Watch that movie. I guess that's all I have to say about that. Uh. Chris Pine is like his best performance in anything I've seen him in. Yeah, that's kind of what my point too is that it's like you can get someone like Chris Pine to do that movie because it doesn't take a lot of like, it's like a side project almost. You know what I'm ben, saying? Was it Ben Kingsley? No, um, Ben Foster. Yeah, Ben Foster. That guy was really good. It. Yeah. Jeff Bridges, Tommy Lee Jones, or is are they, is it? No, Tommy Lee Jones is No Country Rolling. Uh, Jeff Bridges is in that, and then um, I think that's the only other famous person. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, well written and all that stuff. It just it was good. Uh, next at 15, I have Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. <laughs> That's what I thought your 16 was going to be. Uh, no, because, okay, when you consider the amount of times we watched that movie. I think we watched it about times. 10 times within a week. It's like, it was times within a week for sure. Yeah. It was so fucking funny that you just keep finding new things to laugh at when you watch it. Like, I would kind of, we should watch it with subtitles on, I feel like, just because it's like, there's probably more jokes that we just haven't experienced. I, I would, okay, maybe we should buy the Blu-ray to see if there's like deleted scenes and also extended, like yeah. an extended cut. Yeah. yeah. That's a movie too where uh, comedies usually suffer from uh, amazing starts, uh, slow middles, and kind of like a, a letter let down in. Like, a good example is the, like, this is the end is a fucking great movie, but like, Amazing beginning, solid middle, and then like it kind of tapers off at the end where you're like, yeah, because uh, that movie is all concept really, where it's just yeah. like, what if it like, but well, even like Super Bad, like that's Super Bad's one of the funnier movies I've seen, and like Amazing beginning, okay middle, and then just kind of like it's not very funny at the end because obviously they have to have story there. But. Yeah, <laughs> well, but I feel like Neighbors did a good job of kind of Neighbors like, had like <laughs> a really like a really well thought out story where like punchlines came every time I've seen it too. Well, yeah. like it's the punchlines and the jokes and stuff came naturally from like the storyline, which is that's how you write a good comedy. You also, know what I'm the first sequel where like the the main character and all the other characters all did actually develop. Yeah, like, that's yeah. It's it, they created this continuity where it's like I hope they make a third one because. It's so the way it evolves from the ne- from one movie to the next. It's so believable and interesting and funny, and it each it takes each character into new like more funny territory. It's yeah, like his great. best friends, like one of the funnier people in it. Where they got the yeah, and I normally can't stand that guy. So yeah. that's that's good on good on you, as they say. But Zac Efron, like I'll watch anything with him. And now like Jordan, not Jordan, Jacob showed me bad uh, Dirty Grandpa. Dirty, Dirty Grandpa. Grandpa was better than expected. Yes. Dirty Grandpa, re- I was like, okay, this is gonna be stupid as fuck. And fuck then, him like, up, Alf. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly would don't watch think that again. <laughs> Same. We could. Uh, I don't think I would have cared. So this is how good that movie was out of nowhere, and it's like again on kind of funny. Like months after we watched it, like they someone brought it up that they had seen it. Uh, Greg Miller did a list of movies that he was like, cool. oh, uh, I watched these even though they didn't have like great ratings on Amazon or whatever, and that was one of them. And that's kind of how it happened. Jacob was like, no, trust me, it's pretty funny. And like within the first three minutes. That one character or whatever, where he's like talking to the priest, is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, I don't know that guy's name. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. He's he's like a dog breeder, and he's like trying to talk about how he got the dogs to fuck each other yeah. in front of a priest or whatever. And the, he's like, "How you doing, man?" And then the priest starts talking. He's like, "All right, cool." <laughs> <laughs> and just that movie's fucking hilarious too because he keeps calling that one guy fat as fuck. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> 
also, it's Robert De Niro. Like, he's still charming. Like, yeah, yeah. he's kind of like fell off with some of the shit he's done, but like, it's still fun to watch in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's just that movie looks like Robert De Niro was just having fun. Like, because I've seen him in other movies that are more modern. And like, okay, he's definitely just like he has something he wants to fund, and he's kind of doing for a paycheck. It makes me wonder too if it's just like, well, when you're older, there's not that many roles for you, so you're just kind of like you'll take anything if you're if it's a main character role, even if it's a bad movie. Yeah. Because even like Jack Nicholson did that, which is why Morgan I have Freeman. that idea. I want to write a movie about a guy like a like an ex cop that like lives that lives in an old person's home, and then someone's trying to kill him. Because I feel like you could write a good script for an old person, and then they'll like it and they'll fund it. True. And I'll trick Hollywood into <laughs> giving, giving me money. money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, same. But yeah, so Neighbors Two, they're one c- funny from the get go, and it has a good story, and it's like strong throughout. It's like they're coming. They, they, yeah, so what sold me was like the, the opening where they're smoking weed in the dorms or whatever. Uh, <laughs> like, we don't do drugs, do, do we? <laughs> so, also, the guy's like, Scoos! Like, there's just a lot of really great <laughs> so lines. Yeah, from Scoos! Um, so, next I have at 14, uh, The Neon Demon, which was an excellent movie. <coughs> uh, we saw what pretty early on. Yeah, that was a great movie theater experience in, in a, not, at a not Harkins theater. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. I nothing really bothers me. Like uh, I get like a little sketched out with movies that are high intensity. Like, but like I don't get scared. So like, uh, a good example is we saw um, like Friday the Thirteenth, Scream Four, like all these movies and all that. They're supposed to be like jump scares. Like that doesn't really bother me. In fact, once a jump scare happens, like it makes me more comfortable. If that makes sense, I'm like, okay, the worst is it's cheesy. Yeah, and movies like the uh, Green Room, which I'm sure will be on the list somewhere down the line, and then like uh, Neon Demon, especially Neon Demon, like. There's scenes that are so intense that it makes me, like, my anxiety and, like, shit trigger, which is, like, way worse to me than, like, a demonic horror movie, like, yeah. uh, like I don't know, uh, all the ones that are pop- popular Insidious, right now. Insidious, maybe? What? Or Insidious? Insidious, yeah. Conjuring. Conjuring. Yeah. Conjuring is just a good movie. Like, Ghost Activity. Ghost Activity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, Ghost I mean, Protocol. I'm trying to write a, a horror movie right now, which I've never done before, and it's, like, <laughs> it's, and I and I'm aiming for, like, not so much like jump scares, obviously, because I wouldn't even know how to write that. Like, and then like something comes out. Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm aiming more for like something like The Conjuring because it's just a good, just creepy. Yeah, well, it's like it's creepy, but that movie's really good. It has characters you care about. So same deal with Insidious. Like James Wan is a fucking hero right now. He's like one of the only people making good horror movies. Yeah, but uh, although I'm not doing a list per se this time, uh, I will insert that the Autopsy of Jane Doe is like one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. That was like and an experience, dude. That was like pretty sketchy like yeah is, that was yeah. like the whole we had the whole group here and it was like the lights were off and shit it was that was intense and then like mm-hmm. jordan was like i didn't like you guys were talking through it i'm like brother i had to talk through it because i was scared i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. I, I had to talk this the away, mechanism dude. Yeah, i was coping i had to make jokes because if i didn't make jokes i was literally having a fucking panic attack <laughs> a literal break a meltdown yeah. in real time because like it was all good and, and fine until he starts cutting open the corpse I'm like okay this is real like i don't want to see this yeah and I, then, that's well that was me i had the blanket over my head literally yeah oh, i just can't but i know it, you don't deal good with like eye gore does that stuff like really bother you guys like gore no, like that but uh usually not if it's fake like in real life yeah i'm, I'm like really squeamish at real life stuff but if it's a movie same. i'm just i'm more in, in, in like interested in special effects so i'm just like oh that's that's crazy how they did I will that say this, like movie, evil dead movies do yeah. affect me more than real life though like uh like emotional shit and like uh i don't know i'm i will cry during like a fucking i cried a little bit during toy story Lana, 3 so i mean i don't know give you context that movie is not even an amazing disney movie it's just like the part with the grandma passing away or mm-hmm. uh, getting really sick and all that got to i me. know exactly what you mean i i think it's just this like when you really I get really lost into yeah, it yeah when you really like give yourself up to a movie it's like religion <laughs> like you give yourself up to the Lord like when you it's like if you really like okay I'm just gonna watch this movie and you get yeah. absorbed into it like mm. you get like affected by it's what happens it's kind of like movie if magic. it's a good movie mm. yeah 
And if there's a move like Kong Skull Island did the same thing where it's like I was like okay I'm with this and then I just gave it like everything. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I th- we I gotta per- save that for the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's gonna be a lit discussion. I personally think when you're watching a movie, you need to put effort into it, not. Cause yeah, like pay attention. Jesus Christ. Not yeah. even paying attention. Paying attention is one thing, but you need to be like, okay, I understand what's going on here. This could happen. This is a bad situation. Like uh, a good example of that would be um, uh, the drop with uh, Tom Hardy, and it was written by. I Dennis really want to rewatch all that. that. Yeah, me too. Actually, like that movie. It's it's not like the like a fast paced action movie, but it, like it's so intense. The dialogue's incredible and all that. You're like, okay, I feel for him. Like he wants to keep that dog, and he likes that chick, and the guy's fucking threatening him, and you know what I mean. So I feel like you have to put effort into watching a movie, like uh, especially like you just watched um, the Thin Red Line. Like that's a hard get through, but when you put the effort into it, like that movie's incredible. Yeah, that's where I had to like. But you know what though? I've been on a Terrence Malick kick. Like I watched that uh, Days of Heaven. That movie's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like has an Ennio Morricone score too, so it's really good. Uh, and it's but especially one- with the Thin Red Line, you're like. He does such a great job of like, look how fucking beautiful this island is, and then cut to an explosion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like oh. It's also that that's an interesting movie just because and you've brought this up before where, you, where all the cameos that are in it you know what I'm saying yeah like, like Woody Harrelson's in it for like almost a minute and a half like, yeah and George Clooney yeah George Clooney Harrison Ford no Harrison Ford's in Apocalypse now but um John Travolta yeah John, John Travolta that was so weird I was like is that John great, Travolta a mm-hmm. great scene and then never seen again yeah uh, there's a deleted scene with the uh, I saw him uh, Hop, hopped across the floor motherfucker wow rat um, there was a deleted scene in that on, movie. Uh, that one was tiny, so... Fuck me, dude. Yeah. God damn it. Multiplying. All right. Wait, here's the song. Fucking shitters. From Thin Red Line? No, from uh, Days of Heaven. You've heard that before, right? Yeah, it sounds like a lot of his scores where it's like really ominous and mystical. It's really Wee- good. For a movie, it's, it's so weird in that movie. It's such a great movie. Anyway. Uh, oh, the lead scene. Mickey Rourke was in the movie, yeah. too. But he's he wasn't in the, the movie, the cut I watched. It was like a four-hour cut. Oh, uh, was it when he's talking to the main character? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh, towards the end. Yeah. Uh, John uh, Cusack, fucking best person in that movie, like by far. Like he's only he's in it for twenty minutes, but the twenty minutes is just a long scene of them trying to get up a hill. It's like one mm-hmm. of the coolest battle scenes too, especially when that one guy who's in True Romance or whatever, like he's the 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 redhead dude that's trying to become an actor's in it. And like, there's a scene where he, like he just gets up to go save one of his friends and ends up shooting mm-hmm. like three people. And it's like I don't know, it's really cool. And fucking Jared Leto's in that movie too. He yeah, gets he shot dies. immediately. <laughs> he dies almost instantly. <laughs> but uh, so keep going. My bad. One second. Oh, I get, my point was, though, just I feel like you got to if you're going to go to a movie theater, give it your time. Even if it's a bad movie, I really do try. I'm like, all right. All right. Yeah. My, my policy is always like I try to find the good in a movie because sometimes like sometimes I mean, sometimes like Dirty movies Grandpa, are, another good example. Yeah. It's like that movie for all intents and purposes is a bad like, sure. movie. It's mm-hmm. put it like I was like, OK, I really like these characters. I like the, the jokes are funny. Like, but they I think they all had a good chemistry on, on screen. 100%, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Maybe that's not enough for some people. And I understand that. But like. It's sometimes it's fun to just watch a movie where that's people are just having why fun. I, mm-hmm. I think we love everybody wants some and dad doesn't. Oh my god, that's a great movie. Some, there's I don't know who did the casting, but everybody is just like they work really well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um so yeah, Neon Demon Neon Demon great. Uh, after that I have at thirteen ten Cloverfield Lane, which Great was, movie. I, I okay, that was they out of nowhere, they're like here's a new Cloverfield movie and I was just like, I guess I'll see that and then because the trailer had John Goodman in it, and they, the, that was a good-ass trailer. Guess was. we're alone. Yeah, that was great. I, I love that song, too. So <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to go see that, not really expecting anything. And just like, again, almost immediately, because especially with horror movies, I always have to figure out how, how much do I need to shut off my brain? Because even like, we didn't finish it, but even with Get Out, I was like, okay, the 
I feel like the script wasn't that great so far, but sometimes in a horror movie you can let it go because it, if it let it go. <laughs> yeah, but like, I I thought about that the way your next kind of, because your next does not start out strong at all. Mm-hmm. No, but okay, after having seen that a few times, I feel like that's by design. Yeah, but I think that's the point. halfway through, because there's a line in the beginning, I remember me and Jimmy looked at each other, we, we went to the premiere in San Diego for that, and we like looked at each other because there's a line where she's like, where he's like, they must have a cell phone jammer. They cost like 25 bucks at Best Buy or something. And we were like, what the fuck? That's, why would you put that in a script? And then later, you, it turned, well, I don't want to spoil it, but later, he, there's a reason he would say that. And it's really well thought I out. I feel like, though, if you haven't seen that movie yet, it's on Netflix. It's been out for four years. So. I just feel like Faith probably hasn't seen that. Uh, I don't know if they would watch that, but. I don't know. He likes spooky movies. That movie's more of like a thriller. Uh, it's fun, though. Home, I, home Invasion is my favorite. So Yeah, I mean, when they when they do something cool like that, or like when it's like really intense, like uh, Strangers. Drew's perfect movie, Aliens and Ghosts, preferably in one movie. Yeah, but not the movie Ghost and not the movie Aliens. Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, Ghost? Magic Swayze? Peace Ways? <laughs> like um, pottery and shit? But yeah, Ten Clover. I mean, I, I heard a thing where the... Okay, so speaking of Kong, the director of that um, has done a bunch of interviews where he talks about like that movie was heavily inspired by video games, and it's really obvious in like a... And in like a not an annoying way, but like... Oh, he learned from like the like this really specific narrative styles of video game, like how to video games, how to like uh, apply that to movies in a way that makes it interesting. And in that same article, they were talking about how Ten Cloverfield Lane was another one of those where the director would say like I was inspired by video games. And then you realize when you look back at that, it's like okay, yeah, it's a lot of problem solving like puzzles. (laughs) Like it's like a Zelda thing because she's like. I gotta, I gotta like make this suit. I gotta get all these items. I gotta like crawl through, but only when he's not looking. It's like Metal Gear in a way, where it's like this stealth thing. Right. So that's really interesting, and I'm curious to see how that's gonna keep affecting. I'm gonna um, quick sidebar. I'm gonna hit Mario up and see if he wants to come over right now, and we can do the Logan X oh, uh, yeah, do the yeah. podcast, and then talk about Zelda. Talk about Switch. Yeah. So Sorry. yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's a good movie. I don't know if anyone else have anything to say. Yeah, about John Goodman. <laughs> yeah, John Goodman fucking killed it in that movie. He's killing it in everything he's in lately. Yeah. We just rewatched Inside Lewin Davis and Matt Michelle's, and like he's in that movie for like ten minutes, I think, all together. But it's a really, really good performance. He was good in Kong too. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, at I was upset when uh, that happened. In yeah, Kong. it's. I was like, no, I liked him. We'll, we'll get yeah. to that. But yeah, we'll we'll have a spoiler review of that in, our, in the next one that we're, we're going to record immediately after this. But who knows? I feel like we need to start doing that because it was fifteen days since our last one. It's just shit happens. I apologize to anyone who cares. <laughs> which there's there's few of you right now, but. <laughs> Someday, right someday when this is, I a, do get, I do get tweets. It's like, so when's the next one? I'm like, we're recording tomorrow, and then like a week later, like, did you record? I'm like, no. Yeah, no. it's like, it's like when I sell something on eBay, and it's like, did you send that out? Like, yeah, I just, just today. I don't know why it's taking so long. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. It's one of those things too, where it's like, we'll get here, and I'm like, all right, we're gonna record, and then I'm like, this couch is comfy. I want to play some Zelda or watch Rainbow a movie, Six or watch a watch a movie. I don't know. So it's just, you know, yeah, you life gets to you, you know. But, uh, okay, so, uh, after that, okay. at 12, we have Sing Street, which we talked about a little bit, Ooh, I think. Ooh, I like that movie. Me and Willie were both really into, like, just, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen that movie. It's, it's a, a good, good sad boy movie if you want to But it's also, like, up. a feel-good oh, movie in a no, way. No, that's what I mean. It's a good, like, if you're in a down mood, or not like you're like, oh, my life sucks, but if you're like, I had a bad day, it's a good, like, uplifting movie. It kind of, like, in a weird way, has, like, a really powerful ending where you're just, like, you feel like, oh, okay. Is, like, is this the movie where the guy starts his own band to... Yeah, yeah just oh, to impress okay. a girl. So just, like, like a, I mean, I've said it before, but I'll like, do it again for anyone who's new. <coughs> it's just uh, literally the opening of the movies. He goes to a new school, and then at the end of the school day, he makes a friend or whatever, and then he sees a hot chick across the street, and he's like, do you want to be a model in my uh, my music video? And she's like, do you have a band? And he's like, yeah. 
And then she's like, all right, totally. Here's my number. And then he goes across the street. And he's like, hey, we got to start a band. Nice. And like, that's just a great premise for a movie, too. It's like. Very simple. Fake it till you make it 100%. Yeah, but it's also, <laughs> it's like a surface level. It's a simple story. But there's also um, all it, this It deals a lot with like the economy. In yeah, Ireland, in Ireland in the 1980s. And the, yeah. Uh, and then music like, in the new 1980s. New wave music, yeah. It's really interesting. Like cla- It's like class differences and stuff. And it, it just, mm. everything about it was really good. But it's all it's all My done in a way that's in the background though, too. Is which when is that one kid's like uh, they go to the the skinhead guy's house or whatever yeah. and recruit him. That was a great, yeah. Fucking uh, powerful, I'd say, is because they're like he's like a bully the entire movie, and they go to his house and they're like, he opens the door and his dad's yelling at him like like you would suspect and all that, and he's like, do you want to like continue to be a dickhead your whole life or do you want to like have friends and let's go have some fun or whatever? And he's like, uh, and his dad's like, grab me a beer. And he just slams the door and they go and then he's like, he's their fucking roadie. So he yeah, just, he was like their security, sick. like which is rad. Rad. Um, then, uh, is that on Netflix? I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's how I watched it. Yeah, definitely. If, if you're that. looking for a movie like that, check it out on Netflix. Especially it because good. it's really rad. Where they, it, whoever wrote that, really understood like new wave and, and yeah. post punk and all that. Let's say, is there good music? Yes. Yeah. So like, rad. there's a whole scene that like you can even relate to now, where like they're watching a Duran Duran video. I think it's Girls on Film. Is it Duran? No, that's a. Uh, oh, that is them, right? I don't know. I never really gave a crap about Duran Duran. I don't honest. either, but I'm talking about the scene itself. There, there's, there's a music video, and the dad's like, "Well, that's stupid." And this is like the oldest son is like, "No, no, it's, it's cool because of this. Like, look what they're doing with the camera. Look at the music and like the way they're directing it." And it's also, just the like dad that is, rap music these days, like that kind of attitude. Their dad is Littlefinger, I think, from, from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, from Game of Thrones, and that guy's a good actor. The CIA he's guy, he's a pretty big guy for you. That game I never finished, which I really want to now that I'm thinking oh, yeah. about it. Um, Quantum Leap. Quantum Breaks. Quantum Break. Yeah. <laughs> Heard it's amazing. So it is good. I played the first two hours. I want to get to the end of it. Do you still have the disc or no? Uh, I downloaded it on your Xbox. I have the disc if you want. Oh, okay. See, I'm getting into mood now where I'm like, I want to watch a movie a day still or like a movie a week, but I really want to finish like more games because I, I feel like I'm yeah, I really I'm gonna get back on my Zelda really my kicked me into high gear, which we'll talk about again if I can get Mario down here. We'll, well I mean, with or without him, but mm-hmm. uh, you two. Uh, so next at eleven, I have Don't <laughs> Think Twice, uh, which is a fucking great movie. Never saw. Um, Viper Biglia is a comedian that's great. Oh, he, that's the comedy movie with. Yeah, uh, he, he's like directing <laughs> it and he stars he did, uh, in it. Sleepwalk with me, right? Yeah, which is a, another really good movie and a good book and I assume a good show that I didn't see on Broadway <laughs> or whatever, wherever it played. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this movie is super good. It's like they're a, they're an improv group and it's 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 Mike Biglia and it's um, Keegan Michael Key, which is he's really he's like really good in it because it's kind of a, it's like funny but it's really it's like. Kind of, that don't watch that if you're depressed because it's a sad movie. How like no one's dreams are ever going to come true and like oh excellent yeah because like, uh-huh. like what happens is uh, Keegan Michael Key gets on uh-huh. uh, on Saturday night, Saturday Night Live or like a that that world's like equivalent to that show uh-huh. and like everybody else gets super jealous and it's like Mark, Mike Berg- God damn it I can't fucking Mike Berbiglia Mike Berbiglia that's a hard name though to be fair it is his uh like he's he's like the guy running the class so it's like it's like well you learned everything from me how come you get to be on this show and it's like is he, he doing like a, a comedy um improv class kind of thing yeah and um oh it's also got uh the chick who plays um Kate Britta in uh in community and she's really good in it too it's a great movie <laughs> but yeah it's super depressing though but oh. it's yeah worth your time watch it uh Mike Perbiglia I can't wait to see what else he does now because like the last movie he did was based on he's a, proved himself as a good comedian a good writer and now he's like a great director he's got like a really good filmmaking sensibility too in that it's like that kind of mumblecore thing but it's like not but it's better than that it's not that seems like writing it off to be like oh it's mumblecore because it's it's like a good movie it's it's like I don't know it's good watch it uh, ahead of that I have num- at number 10 is Hunt for the Wilder People which I remember I, oh, is that that New Zealand movie? Yeah, dude, that movie's so you, fucking lit. We need to watch that here. I walked by you watching it a few times, and I was like, shit, I should watch that. Because it's, okay, it's this kid 
who we should just watch the trailer because it's so fucking funny. I've seen but, the trailer. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's the, this kid from in there in New Zealand who like he's like orphaned, so he goes to live with his aunt and like uh, his uncle is played by Sam Neill, who's the guy from Jurassic Park, mm. and he like doesn't want to have kids around, obviously, so they don't get along. And then like the mom dies, so they like just go because they they're gonna come get him for child protective services or whatever. They're just like he's like I don't want to go back to that, so they just go into like the the whatever the. I think there's a name for it, like the brush or something, isn't that? That's not Australia, though, right? Or the, the bush? Yeah, the bush. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I find myself the bush. in the bush quite a bit. So yeah, so they journey into the bush, the George H. Walker bush, and uh, it's I don't know, it's a really good movie. It's really funny and like really unique and just you. It's like again, you. It's like heartfelt because like obviously they come to like each other and, and stuff, and it's yeah, it's really yeah. good. <laughs> Uh, after that, I have... That movie's I'm, full of, like, uh, accented banter. Yeah, like, yeah. Those guys know how to fucking banter, dude. Like, <laughs> I always appreciate a culture that knows I how to banter. I walked by, and they, there's just a lot of fat jokes to the main character kid. Yeah. Where she's, he's like, oh, you hungry? Of course you are. Look at you. Like, yeah. It's just like, I'm not going to try to do that <laughs> accent, but it's fucking great. Also, he names his dog Tupac, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so after that, I have uh, number nine, I have Arrival, which I just rewatched again recently with like a way better, because I watched it on cam and it was still made it to number <coughs> nine. That movie was worth it to see in the theater. Oh, uh, yeah, I wish I did, because it's like, oh, man, that movie's so fucking good. That was it a is. weird period where you like, I went and saw this movie, I'm like, you fucker, I wanted to see that too. Yeah, there's like a... But then I had, I was like, wait, I guess he doesn't have to wait for us, but yeah. like... I don't know. There's like a, I was going through like a weird depression thing where I was just like, I'll just go see a movie. I do. Just kind of I'm there every week, trust me. Yeah. It's usually because uh, I saw. Every day. I saw right before I went to work one day was um, Fantastic Beasts in the Senate one. I didn't good? really care for that. I mean, it was I okay. I liked it. Yeah, like, it was just I've heard okay. people, like, like, the actors are great in it, but yeah. it's just yeah. not, it doesn't He's have good. the charm Harry Potter had. Yeah. It's the Johnny Depp cameo at the end there. I didn't, yeah, know, didn't know about that. I like that guy. Uh, I don't know if he's the main character. He's from Balls of Fury. He's in that. Yeah, that was so weird. We were oh, watching him? Balls yeah. of Fury, and we're like, whatever. Because that movie, we watched like the last we thirty minutes. Watch Balls of Fury. Yeah, we were like, this is great. kind of a good movie. Like, it's pretty funny. And it has good people in it. And then uh, I was like, I wonder what happened to that guy. He didn't like do anything. And then I was watching that Fantastic Beast movie like that night, and I was like, oh, it's that guy. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Like, mm. Just Christopher Walken. He's like, he's like, we're here to play ping pong, or as the Chinese call it, ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only thing I remember from that movie. That and the. The scene where they're like wearing the electrical uh, vest. It's a good one. So number eight, I have <laughs> <laughs> The Handmaiden, which is a South Korean film. Fucking weird movie. What the fuck? Yeah. that. Have you seen that? Or? No. What is it? It's uh, the guy that directed Old Boy, uh, Park Chan-wook, uh, and it's a fucking lit movie. It's really weird, though. It looks incredible. Is it like a drama? Kind, yeah, kind well, of. It's just like, a, like it's kind of like David Lynch, but Korean. <laughs> But it's also like set, it's set like during the <coughs> Japanese occupation of Korea, and it's like oh, okay. this this chick mansion thing. tries to be a, or like she's like a, they're like there's like a family of con men essentially, and this one girl they they train her to like be uh, this like I don't know if they're just rich or what they or if they're royalty or something, but like they trained her to be her like uh, maid, and then just so. She, I don't know. It's so complicated, but like they were trying to sneak into her family mm-hmm. to steal their fortune, essentially. But then they, okay. she gets sent off to like an insane asylum and all this stuff. But it's really like there's so many twists in it. And it's it's just like a. It's I guarantee you've never seen a movie like this. It's so fucking weird, but it's good. Right. Excuse I feel me. like that movie got ignored at the Oscars because that deserved. Yeah, that deserved. That's best not fair film. at all, dude. I don't know what their problem is, but that like this movie it was like Kubrickian in its level of, of attention to detail as far as like the set design and that kind of stuff goes. So. uh so number seven, I have Green Room, which we've obviously we've sung the praises of. Oh, let's times. do it again. And uh, 
just a really like it's, I love when people use the word taut. It's a really taut thriller. Uh, just like really small, like it's like a laser focused, but and it, and it's also it doesn't play out in any way that you can kind of guess where it's gonna go. No, yeah, it almost had reminded me of um, Red State. Yeah, which is a movie that's severely underrated. I mean, obviously we're Kevin Smith fans more than the average, but like that that movie, I feel like is gonna find its audience eventually, where people are gonna be like, oh, that movie's that, great. That like, green room sent me into a depression, like because I was like, this is great, everybody everybody watched, it's so great, and then the guy died like a week after. It that premiered. sucked, dude. When I heard, because we, we we talked about like, oh, that I feel like that director and that guy are gonna have like a great career together. He did an interview recently where he's like, he was like he said he's like that was my like my my main man, like he's gonna keep using him. Yeah. Also, Patrick Stewart fucking destroys that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was like an excellent performance. Also, great, again, great and Logan too. Uh, that's a movie where I was in the theater and I was getting like not like sick, but like I was really uneasy until like it's just like there's like a scene where the dude gets his hand like nearly chopped off and then like the people get their heads blown op- okay, open. That scene was fucking intense. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was like legit scary, but like yeah. not in a ghost way. In just, a real world, we were like, oh shit, if this was really happening. It'd be so fucking scary. Well, they, he also does the thing where it's like everybody talks about how in, in a situation like that you'd fight your way out, and they do and they fail, like most of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. I remember watching that over there back before we had the TV and the couches mm-hmm. and all that, and it was like me, Bryce, and Jacob. And, the, and like, there was a part where I think it was Jacob or Bryce, I can't remember, like, this is fucking intense. And I'm like, yeah, well, I thought I was the only one because <laughs> I've seen it already and I already know what's going to happen. And that made it more intense because I knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. So, that, uh, again, didn't make a list, but if I had, that'd probably be number three. Yeah, that's a. It's definitely. It's especially because the director and writer Jeremy Saulnier really, really understands like punk culture. It's hard to explain, but it's kind of like the. It's like the, the the new drive in a way to me because it's like every once in a while there's this like low budget indie movie that comes out that like makes people rethink like oh what what can you do with like a self contained action movie with like just by style and like but still make a good movie. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I, I'm. I'm excited to see more movies from that guy. Obviously, I hope he doesn't end up like whoring out to fucking Disney or whatever to make the new Iron Man two or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the new Iron Man two. Yeah. <laughs> I, still, I don't know. <laughs> Blue Ruins, another one by him. If anyone's interested in watching that movie's great. But uh, so number six, I have Manchester by the Sea, which we again talked about a little bit. Uh, it's a it's a great movie. Don't watch it if you're sad. It's really sad. It's a sad boy it's movie. Like legitimately, I watched it when I was sad, and it made me feel better. It's like a heartbreaking. But it, there's. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it too. Where again, that's a movie that's sad, but I feel like it has a really at the end of it, you're kind of like, okay, these people—they're not going to be perfect, but they're going to be okay, you know? Like right, they, which is like real life. They grew as people, yeah. And which is that's that's like a, that's a true narrative arc when you have a thing where somebody there's something wrong with somebody and they want something but they don't have it, and then at the end of the movie they're well, either also getting it or they're on their way to getting it. You're never going to be okay. Yeah, with something exactly. Else. Which like there's a really powerful quote from. Um, uh, Westworld, where she, this guy's this lady's referring to this guy's dead daughter or whatever, and she's like, he's like, how do you feel about it now? He's like, the only thing I have left is like the pain of her not being here because he can't remember because it's been so far gone. I'm like, that's kind of what that movie's talking about too. Where that movie has a lot of really like sad scenes where like I don't want to give anything away, but like there's like a attempted suicide scene and like a one of the the main character is Casey Affleck. He's like taking care of his his nephew. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor, by the way. That was like his first movie, I think. Um, yeah, that kid's really good. And he's like, well, it's well, also kind of funny in parts too, which is yeah. The movie has like a lot of comedy in it too. Uh, he, they're basically talking about how they can't bury his de- his dead his deceased father because the ground is still frozen because they're in Boston and uh, or not in Boston, they're in Manchester, but it's near it's in. Um, Massachusetts. Northeast, northeastern. Area. Yeah, I think that's the area. But uh, near Boston, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. We don't. I've never been over there, and don't look at maps. Just so. where it's really fucking. But anyway, cold. it's really fucking cold. Like it's so they can't bury anybody because the ground's frozen and all that. And uh, he's like, well, they're gonna have to put your dad in like a freezer and like. 
freaks his son out for some reason. So like, there's a scene where he goes in the in the fridge to grab a beer and then opens a the freezer and uh, like sees a bunch of meat in there and has like a panic attack. And it's oh, like really? really like it sounds cheesy me talking about it, but it's like really well done. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that movie's like really powerful. So <laughs> it's great. And also, mm-hmm. no one's talking about it, even though Casey Affleck won Best Actor. Like you, everyone's like, "Moonlight's great." It kind of flew under the radar. Great. You I know think- what's weird too about that movie? It's it was um, uh, released by Netflix, yeah. so, or not Netflix, Amazon. Oh, so yeah, I yeah. see I see ads for it at work. Like I'll be walking by. We have these TVs that like give us information and just news from the company. It's that's a weird thing now because like Netflix is. Well, yeah, when it, would, it would say coming soon, Neon Demon. Go go see it because Amazon Studios put out Neon, Neon Demon too. So like and Netflix is doing that now too. Like they're funding the Irishman, and I'm like, there's no way they're putting I that out on Netflix. Wait for that. Like because that's gonna be. Late. You can't make your money back on something that is like a subscription on that. Like you'd have to put it in theaters to get tickets, right? Yeah, I mean, it w- they would be stupid not to. So that. But uh, tell everybody about the Irishman real quick because you were telling me some cool shit so, about the CGI. Yeah, so that's a movie um, about I can't remember the guy's name, but he's this guy, the guy that went by the moniker the Irishman. Uh, uh, like, he claims that he killed Jimmy Hoffa, which and knows where he's buried, I guess. But uh, that's not like confirmed or anything. It's but, just like, like a cool riddle. Yeah, but thing. essentially, like he was this Irish mafia hitman that wrote a like really famous book called "I Heard You Paint Houses," which is what Jimmy Hoffa said to him, and that's like a code for like you kill people for the mafia. Yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah. And uh, so the movie's going to have, and it's Martin Scorsese, so it's perfect Martin Scorsese material. And it's Back like, to, like, his comfort zone. Yeah, and it's um, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, who hasn't done anything in fucking forever, and a couple other people who, like, who else was it? Like, a big deal. The good old boys from the... Yeah, it's like a reunion. Yeah, he, I think this was, like, five years ago. When, like, right when the uh, Wolf of Wall Street came out, I remember, like, before that even, he was talking about he wanted to do a movie called The Irishman and, like, have Leonardo DiCaprio in it, have, like, every... He wants to have like every person he's worked with in it that like he really likes, and mm-hmm. he's worked with a lot of people. So I would imagine even Daniel Day Lewis will be in there somewhere. Well, and here's the thing: they they just said they they it's like one of the highest it's the highest budgeted movie he's ever made, or I think it's like second after. It's um, like 108 million, I think. Yeah, because and they're spending like almost the entire budget on this technology to de-age the actors, and they said like hmm. they did some screen tests with Robert De Niro, and it said it looks just like watching him from Godfather Two. Like you won't be really? able to tell a difference. Which is if you remember in um. The in Captain America Civil War, the scene where Robert Downey Jr. is like young again and oh, he's like with yep. his parents, mm-hmm. and then we just want something else recently that just came out where they they de age somebody. Logan, uh, yeah, oh, Logan. Uh, Star Wars, Logan Star, yeah, Star Wars. That's the one I was thinking. Logan, of. they did that, yeah. Well, because the, there's the like the other clone of him that just looked like well, him, there's that, like, and then when he fucking injects the shit, he looks younger. Oh, oh I didn't does he? I didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah, because his healing factor kicked in. Do you in. need to see that again? Do. Yeah, I would love to see that again. That was a bleak movie. That's like that's like Especially Green Room. Especially because at the end, no one's talking about it. But it, like, if adamantium is poisoning Logan, wouldn't it also in twenty years start fucking up? Uh, yeah. Twenty three. Yeah. So okay. exactly. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, good movie. Fantastic by the Sea. Uh, so after that, at number five, I have Everybody Wants Some, which great movie we've talked about again a couple times, but that I, movie. Uh, Fucking great movie. Love that movie, and we have it permanently now because I never returned to the Red Box. <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, it's like it's got this really specific style of of comedy where like they're just constantly one upping each other and just making snide remarks. It's the perfect banter movie. It's a great movie for guys. Like if you're yeah. watching, which no offense, I mean, I, I you know, if any social justice warriors are, are listening, it's just well, a, a that, good movie. I think it's because it's 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 guys in the '70s, so it doesn't yeah. get, it doesn't get any more like macho, cocky, like, and they're on a base like a D1 baseball team in like in Texas, so it's yeah. like. It really doesn't get any more masculine than that. Yeah, and it's, it's constantly like, about get like, a group I of guys can... together, drink shitty beer, and watch this movie, and laugh. Yeah. and fucking it's... play baseball. Like, yeah, it makes you want to go out and play baseball. Yeah, dude. it does. Like, it, but yeah. also, like, uh, 
what's his name? He wrote Slacker and uh, what, what's the guy's name? Uh, I don't Richard remember. Linklater. Linklater, yeah. Richard Linklater. Uh, he like knows how to write ensemble casts, like because yeah. there's every type of there's like the guy who's overly macho, there's a guy who's overly aggressive, there's the guy who's the funny man, and then there's like the people that are like the new guys who aren't accepted yet, and it's like they're well, all so well defined that like you're honestly. When it cuts to a new scene, you're excited to see those people again. Especially, he does that thing yeah. where each one of them has a, a character moment that makes you like them, which is important because you could have a huge ensemble cast of people that you see one time and you never think about again. But if he, like, even just like the punk guy, that's one of the fe- best scenes in the movie. Like, yeah. he made, he wrote this character that appears for like a minute in, in such a way where you're like, oh, I really want to see him hang out with that guy. That's or cool. like fucking Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, well, that guy's my favorite. Yeah. That movie's so fucking great. What's his dude. son's name? Scott um, Russell? Willoughby, because there's an episode of. Uh, Twilight Zone called a stopover at Willoughby. So His like, son's name Willoughby in real life? No, in the it's it's Wyatt. Wyatt. Okay, that's what I thought. I was, mm-hmm. I was like Scott Wyatt. Something like that. Wyatt Russell, man. He he fucking played he played Wyatt Earp and the it's Kurt Russell and named his son Wyatt. That's fucking cool. Yes. I would be stoked if my name that's was cool. Wyatt it's after good, Russell. Good shit, mm-hmm. man. Can't wait for that guy's career to explode. I think he's yeah. got like a good future. Ahead. He has one of the best Black Mirror episodes for sure. Yeah, it's true. Um, so after that, at number four, I have Zootopia, which uh, great movie. Yeah, man. I like. I went to go see that with Joel, and then like, just it's one of those like you ever see a movie and you just keep thinking about. It? I'm like, man, it was such a cool like. Yeah, lol. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it, I was. I still am. I'll I'll kick on the. Look at that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Zootopia is one of those where it was just like, like it, it just like reminded me of like a good old school Disney movie. And when I say old school, I mean more like '90s. Also, I guess. Green but, Room. I thought about that for like a week afterwards. I was yeah, like, true. Fuck. But like you know. We were just talking about Mulan. They they said they're they're not going to put any of the songs in the live action version of it. And I it's don't like, know if that's a smart idea. Yeah, it's like come on, dude. Let, let, I can't tell you how many times I've started something. I'm like, let's get down. Yeah, here. well, I mean, if they're like remakes of the old versions, you know, they should put something. They should at least have like, a, I, you're not going to go see Beauty and the Beast and not hear a tale as old as time. Yeah, like, like come on. I just it just it makes me it makes me feel like oh you're gonna you're gonna take it too seriously because that movie was serious but it was also sidebar it was a fun movie the guy who uh, performs the song for Beauty and the Beast actually performed at the where I work like six months ago and he was singing that song and I was like I don't know if that's a worship song <laughs> but he was like Beauty and the Beast like playing the piano everyone was like oh my I was like the most packed that place has ever been wow. because I think everybody was stoked to see him that's really interesting yeah. Jesus Christ. That yeah. was right. Yeah, actually, he was that alive was before in the you church. worked there because I was working a Sunday night when I saw him. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um, uh, sorry, that was just. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That, okay. So again, that movie just has this like it, it has this like feel to it that's like it reminds me of like Aladdin and 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 uh, you know like Milan that where it's just like it's it's like a fun adventure and you're just excited to see what they do. It's not a musical, but like that also it's like a buddy cop story so it has this kind of like lethal weapon undertone to it mm. and um and jason bateman's fucking great and there's a lot of like uh uh what's his name the the dude oh, i forget the guy's name uh damn it well jk what, simmons what, what character does he play um oh the, does the he play though the fucking he just held, but he's in it so he's great and uh jk simmons is in it from fucking the drum movie and, and all in yeah, and there's other people too, but I can't. Remember. I'm blanking right now. But yeah, it's a great movie, and it's just it's cool. Watch it. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I, I excited didn't to watch that. I, I, it's one of those ones that I'll like. I'm bored at home. Like I should watch Zootopia, and then I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap though. I'm excited for the sequel. That's inevitable. they're making a sequel. Yeah, sweet. It's sick. Um, and then number three, I have La La Land, which obviously we've talked about. It's fucking excellent. La La Land, man. Excellent film. 
I uh, feel bad for them at the Oscars. That was a weird thing that happened, but never happened. My conspiracy theory is that for years they've been saying like people won't watch the Oscars. How do we get people to watch the Oscars? I think so too. Mm, and I think point. if they did the VMAs thing where it's like, look at this crazy thing that happened. You can't afford to not watch it next year. Well, it just so <laughs> happens that like the Super Bowl ratings were sort of down when Janet Jackson's tip popped uh-huh, up. Exactly. And she happened to have a star pierced nibble just on that day. You know what I mean? Sick. <laughs> That's so, such a I weird. Mean, come yeah. on. That whole thing was weird. And it's like, also, who fucking cares? I also think they do that kind of shit in other things, like esports. Like, come on, double lift for time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that shit is literally just to everyone go, oh, man. And, like, again, to bring it back to kind of funny, it was, like, depressed all week because, like, my favorite guy's leaving. And I'm like, well, we're coming up to April. Like, what if it was kind of like a April Fool's thing? Which I don't, I 100% don't think it is. But, like, I would be, like, not angry at all. But, like, thank you. Please come back. Yeah, not that I don't sure. think those guys are uh, funny or, like, can handle it on their own. It's just, like, there's... It's kind of like if Robert left. Right. And I was like, hey, Bryce, you know, we need our goofy stoner. Like, yeah, man. It's It's my time to shine. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like they had a really well rounded cast, and I feel like that's the same thing. Right. But that just reminds me of that. There's like a, I feel like the Oscars, though, like Rob brought up a good point. It's just like, I haven't watched them in a couple of years. The last time I watched them, we did like a viewing party and like everyone was it's like talking over it and it's like, oh yeah, because it's boring as fuck. Yeah, it's yeah, too it's fucking crazy. long. It's just a giant masturbatory The thing thing. I always say is it's like, it's an award show. It was never meant to be free t-shirt, it's by the way. three and a half hours of just It was bullshit. never meant to be televised, so yeah. there's no point. Like, yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like watching an award, like uh, the awards for like the NBA. It's like, well... Why just watch the fucking players play? Like that's yeah. more interesting than being like, well, LeBron scored a thousand points this season. It's like I'd rather see him score a thousand points. Like that's more interesting to me. So anyway, and number two, uh, speaking of the Oscars, a movie that got completely fucking robbed is Silence. Silence. God, mm. didn't get any. Well, I think it got for like cinematography, and I think it won, right? No, it didn't even. Really? Oh. Fucked. See, Oscars uh, don't know what the fuck. An Oscar award. <laughs> Oscar yeah, award. yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, Nominated by the Academy. Piece of hot, hot garbage. Uh, is, <laughs> right. Is like, God damn it. Uh, you couldn't find anything else. Yeah. For best costume In design. a year full Give of it, amazing movies. Wasn't Star Trek in that category too? Give it the fucking Star Trek. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> are upset because there were some crazy alien designs in Star Trek that got completely ignored or, over. Yeah. Suicides. Over a, a Joker and Harley Quinn that most people agree is cringe and she, looks like Hot Topic. Sounds like the crow's going again, you know? When the crow flies, dude. And then uh, at number one, uh, when we talked about this already, my number one's Hail Caesar because that movie's lit. And it's uh, also got ignored at the Oscars. That's your number one? Yeah. I feel like I saw that coming from like last year. Just, I mean, yeah, it was one of the first movies I saw last year. It was just so good. I mean, I love the Coen brothers, so it's like anything they do, I'm automatically on board. <laughs> I'm also just genuinely happy when I see Channing Tatum pop in random movies. He's he's good. It's it's a fucking funny movie. Like, and in that movie it's also and just and a he, really cool story. He's also like a cameo that ends up being like the main. Yeah, yeah. That's which I guess he is in Hateful Eight, too. Like, he's like the main villain. True. So. Uh, that movie's got a great cast. Jonah Hill's in it, and he's cool in it, too. Scarlett Johansson's in it. And, uh, it's a great, great movie. I'm trying to think, is there anything that you didn't include that I would have? Um, I, the autopsy Jane Doe would be like my horror movie pick for sure. Like, that was great. Um, I'm looking at my list real quick. Say something. Say I'm something. Giving up on you. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> oh, I'm giving up on you? Terrible song. What a terrible time to be alive. Um... Oh. Dead air, dead air. Uh, <laughs> nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with that list, my man? I'm just looking it up. Do you consider Live by Night to be this year or last year? 
Well, that doesn't it was scary. it came out in February, right? 2016, but it was in oh, like award theatrically, yeah, to, and it got ignored for awards, but like theatrical wide release didn't happen until this year when we went to I don't think it was perfect, but I really enjoyed The Founder. The Founder oh, was oh, great. Yeah. That, that was, was a good movie. A good movie. That, that would be movie. like the the top of my list, I'd say. Um just movies that like didn't come out last year but like that I enjoyed a lot. Again, the I, I watched The Pianist. Uh Pianist. The Pianist, uh, <laughs> fucking great movie. Thin Red Line, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, I'd already seen, but, uh, you know, like those are good. Let me see. First film. I think that's it. Yeah, we're good. I saw Jack Reacher never go back. Oh, yeah, we never saw that. We Not never as good as the that. first one. Is the first one good? It is. This the second one's just kind of retarded. Those two and the, what was the other one? Uh, it was another, like, maybe that was the only one I was thinking of. Wasn't there another movie that there's like a sequel to that we didn't see the first one? Uh, that came out last year. That came out. Wait. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? What, can you remember the premise of? No. Okay. Can't wait for that. The Mummy, though. Am I right? Oh, oh no. God. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll definitely watch it. For it sure. Just, it looks, Let me know how that goes. Looks like it's gonna be trash. I don't waste I'll just That's go a good see. Point. I'll just uh, go see movies. Power Rangers. What, what are you guys feeling about that? Oh, that movie's going to be bad, but I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to give it my money. Michael Jackson bad? Even if it was good, it would be bad. Yeah, oh. it's, it's Power Rangers, it can only be so good. Well, it's going to be bad, mostly. I, I was telling them last night, you probably said this too, like, Power Rangers is inherently bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so bad. It's meant to sell toys. I just don't yeah. want it. It just looks badder than bad. Like, it looks like... Uh, um, just uh, shut your Warcraft. brain off and, like, just go... I'll really, see it for I nostalgia just, I got PTSD when I thought about, like, that, <laughs> that weekend... That three weeks we went and saw movies with Drew that was just awful, dude. We saw yeah. Warcraft. Warcraft was, like, the, one partake. of the worst movies I've ever you seen were there, in my but life. Spiritually. We should have stopped after Warcraft, but I really wanted to see Independence, Independence Day. Day, dude. Oh, I, I, was, I was like, all right, I'll shut my brain off for... And it was just so... Fucking dumb. I it saw that. So I saw that movie for free, by the way, because Drew paid for my ticket. Great. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I made Bless. that three pointer. <laughs> that was our basketball. Shout out time. to Drew. Woo. Wasn't there another Thanks, one Drew. too? Oh no, and then we went to see like some movie where kids kept talking or something. What was that? Do you remember that? Star Wars, I think. Uh, where the, there's one. With the, there, the kid kept crying, and it was yeah, like, oh, yeah. serious. Let's like, save that for the next episode because I wanted to talk about theater going experiences. Well, I guess we talk about that right now. Um, How long? 2016, one, so one of the worst theater going years for my, my entire life. But also, I we went to the movies a lot, so I guess that kind of goes without saying. But also, people are awful. Hell is other people. So yeah, true. Like you know what they should do at the beginning of movies, like for the beginning beginning of Logan, like before they showed it, before you guys got there. Just have a person announce, hey, yeah, there's like, gonna be some fucking tits, there's gonna be some, some heads getting cut off. Well they do that at Arclight and they used nudity? to do that at Cinema Star where they'd come out and be like, uh, your movie is rated this for this thing, we're gonna start the show. If you need anything, I'll be over here. Like Well they literally, the guy literally told everyone's like, Hey, like don't have your phones out, it ruins it for everyone and no one took their phone out during that movie. Like literally no one. Oh, I missed that. Like around me, yeah, before you guys got there. And the uh, He's like, yeah, people, and don't Snapchat it either, because that's technically piracy. <laughs> so, oh, interesting. <laughs> people were. I saw someone doing that at, at uh, the Kong movie. Yeah, it's technically piracy. Nice. Did that burn off? Jeez. Smells like a marshmallow. Thanks, dude. Okay. <laughs> um, it literally, if you can see right there, it dried the ground where it landed. Sick. Like right there in the middle. You did. Um. <laughs> No, yeah, so we, it started with fucking Allied, which you you, oh. you showing me that DVD, I was like, oh. Uh, did you, <laughs> do you have flashbacks? <laughs> Just, have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. That movie's fucking good. We should yeah, watch I that or like that the other movie I got. He got The Accountant, which is good, too. Ooh. Um, 
So it was started with Allied with the old lady and old man who couldn't just find their seat for whatever reason. I can't see. Yeah. Like, Christ. Refer to the, I don't even know what the title of that episode was, but it was like, I can't see or something. It's like, why'd you take a blind person in the movies? <laughs> that, is that what you told me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that happened, and then like, we're fucking shaking our chair. Like, I was like, all right, well, oh, you yeah. know what? At least, at least I can count on Star Wars, because I bought these tickets a month in advance. No one's going to bring someone that doesn't want to be there. No one's going to be there that doesn't want to be there, because you don't buy fucking opening night tickets to Except Star Wars. for fucking little kids. Except well, I found out what happened, because I talked to somebody who works at Harkins. Those seats you cannot reserve. Uh, they're first come, first serve for handicap seats. Oh. And those oh. were two handicap seats, and it was an old couple that brought their grandkids. So that is uncontrollable, apparently. That was just like a bad, bad luck in the draw, I guess. Unlucky. Like an offshoot thing. Yeah. So that was awful. And then when we saw Kong Skull Island just now, not going to review the movie or whatever, but like I thought I was getting punished by making Jacob move because I always sit on the end uh, Oh, that's <laughs> fucking funny. I didn't think about that. I thought about that the entire movie, especially when you guys were laughing. <laughs> Dude, like, that oh. got me because every time we, we and Rob would just look at me like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. It, it got me. Uh, so we sit down and we get in the Cinema one, which is like the huge IMAX theater or whatever. Which you have to be doing that kind of loud. You can talk to each other in Harkins. Like, there's enough space yeah. to be like, "Hey, what's up, brother?" Like, right. no one will hear it. Exactly. Every every, I want to say five to fifteen seconds, it was like uh, changing. You just hear, like, and I was like, I was eating popcorn the first time I heard it. I was like, "Is he making fun of me?" <laughs> <laughs> like I had like a like a fat moment. I was like, "No." <laughs> so that happened, and then. Um, like he just kept going, and I'm like, all right, well, we're the movie's starting, so oh. maybe he'll just. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then in fucking Logan, like people were just laughing at the most inappropriate times. Yeah, that's so weird. Really? Like people laugh at and like... farting too. Yeah. God damn oh, it! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we save that? Is that real? It. Next time on <laughs> Best Rose Podcast. Yeah, look forward to the next episode because holy a shit, a fart in a funeral. <laughs> no. But it's just like I've noticed, like with movies that I've gone with you guys with, it's just like people just laugh at the most inappropriate times. Yeah, it's so it's like what's funny? There's yeah, it's nothing fucking, fun, yeah, funny it's happening right fucking now. Fucking weird. It's yeah, so weird. But when we saw Kong, so that happened, and basically every twenty seconds, this guy would just make a snort noise, and it would be it would be, it would be one followed by another one that was even weirder sounding every time, and I was like, okay, this is weird. And then that movie's kind of long. And it was really yeah. loud too, so the fact <laughs> that I kept hearing him. <laughs> yeah, just between well, the, the quiet worst part parts. part is like when it would happen, I would lose concentration in the movie, and then I would start hearing Robert and Jacob giggling, and that would make me even madder. I'm like, so you, so you know what I'm going. <laughs> oh man. Well, then during the whole time too, like that scene where they're in the graveyard or whatever, there's people right behind me and Jake. But I don't know how you didn't hear. I them. didn't hear. I was way too. They're fucking in. talking, and I twice I looked back at them like. Oh, God, dude. That's the worst. And they stopped immediately. That never happens to me. That always happens to Rob. Really? Rob like, did you hear those fucking idiots talking the whole movie? I'm like, no. Like, there's sometimes during a movie, like, you guys will, well, I'm half deaf, but, like, sometimes you guys will hear people talking. I'm like, no, I was focused on the movie. I think that's what it is for me sometimes. I'm yeah. just like, oh, no, I was in the movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like I had a story about that. Well. Oh, there we go. Good, Good night, everyone. Good episode, everyone. <laughs> uh, we got, like, 15 to kill. Um, 
I, you know, I just want to go to a movie theater and have everybody shut up. Is that so big? Like, I, I don't. Is, know. I, yeah, I is that myself like becoming more of mom and dad now? Where I'm like, I paid fifteen bucks. For yeah, this. yeah. We're like, this cost me money, and I was thinking about it all day. Like, this was my. This is like my little mini vacation right this now. This cost yeah. me one point six hours of work to do this. If you really think about it. Like, yeah, exactly. Do you remember when me and you and Jordan went to go see the uh, the American with George Clooney at yes, at and it was that was a quiet movie. That's a good example of me not enjoying a movie because I didn't think Jordan was going to enjoy it, and then rewatching it later, I'm like, this is great. That movie's amazing, yeah. Uh, but there was just it was nothing but old people because it was really early in the afternoon, and it was like a movie with George Clooney where he's an action hero, but it wasn't an action movie. It was like this really slow, quiet it European was a slow film, French like noir. Yeah, and it was really great, but like. There was, I swear to God, people were coughing and like snorting boogers back and just making loud noises the entire time because people they can't like can't handle silence in a movie theater. They get like uncomfortable. It's so weird. Yeah, I think it's just because there are people around you and it's just like oh, it got quiet. My favorite is when you smell mustard in the theater. You're like, okay, did you have to put that much mustard on your fucking hot dog? We're watching a horror movie. Like oh, now I get to no, smell I'm really mustard scared. and see fucking horror. what? <laughs> the scariest part of all is when that person starts dipping their uh, nachos and cheese and just like. <laughs> Dude, when I went to go see Insidious, like, okay, I went to go see it by myself, and I, it was in a packed theater, and I was sitting down front kind of insidious, at the end of a row <laughs> next to a bunch of, like, high school girls. It was so awkward. Oh, Christ. And the entire time, I was so, like, on edge because of the movie, because it's, like, super... <laughs> no. That's not what I meant. No. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> There's been two times this episode alone where I look at Jacob, and he already knows what I'm laughing about. <laughs> I don't remember what the other one was, but, oh, we were like, I worked there. I worked there, yeah. And me and him were like, I, I was like, where? You were like, I worked at Amazon. Work. I do. No, you said, like, past tense. Yeah, like, yeah you did. And then I don't know, Jacob I looked up, and I, I was looking this way, and I literally looked at him, and I was like... <laughs> Why is that funny? I, 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 was know. Like, I get the other one. It was kind of his way of going, you're wrong. <laughs> a little bit, yes. <laughs> I don't know. We've been doing that a lot. But <laughs> we'll cut it out. Uh, me and you do Snapchat that, too, with Dad's bullying. talking. We'll be like, huh? But yeah, that whole movie, I was like, I can't be scared because they'll laugh at me because I'm like a grown ass man with a beard, just like li- like being afraid of this movie. So the whole time I was just sitting there like this, like, bring it on, bitch. I'm not afraid of this shit. You're all like fetal position. Dude, that movie, that was like one of the most intense movie experiences ever because I was like, I can't really be scared is. of this fucking movie. And it's also like a legit scary movie. I mean, Insidious is. is a fucking good movie. Right. But like, you know, and then like someone's fucking phone went off and it was some Kesha song. It wasn't the, like the one, it was like when she was already not popular. So when it started going <laughs> off, some, some other girl in the audience was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because it was like a really quiet moment in this movie where it was like super intense. Like I don't even remember what a Kesha song sounds like. I'm trying to think. Uh, it was like your love is my drugs. Only like something like Jack Daniels. That was okay. That's the, the one it was. You're like, cause I remember being like, oh, okay, she yeah. already wasn't popular anymore. Oh, they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Of all ringtones. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like uh, that's like remember when episode seven came out. Some guys like turn off the fucking flash, you moron. And yeah. like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Oh man, that was I, a good one. I it's really hard for me to yell at people in the theater, but I almost was like, go blow your fucking nose. Yeah, I really came close to be like, blow your nose. But <laughs> then I looked over like halfway through the movie when it was a really lit scene, uh, like lit light wise, not like cool. Right. Um, it was like a lot of white smoke or whatever, so it lit the entire audience up. And mm. I noticed the guy was like a special needs person. I was like, I'm uh, so glad I didn't say anything. Right. That, that's a, uh, I can't enjoy a movie mm. after being destroyed. Right. Uh, I was listening to an episode of Kind of Funny and like fucking Greg, he'll just fucking like yell at people in the theaters like, hey, turn your fucking phone off. It's not, it's just, I don't <laughs> mind yelling at young people. It's people that are. <laughs> that guy's a fucking hero, dude. He has a legend. <laughs> the last Jedi. They're cheering for him. He yeah. is the last Jedi. Uh, yeah, no, I I don't mind yelling at young people, but like, 
When it's someone, I look over. I'm like, I have to size them up first. I'm like, okay, because that person gonna throw down in the yeah, theater. Yeah, is that person gonna? Like, I would, dude, think about the, the person who ha- who didn't turn their flash off. Like, do you think they're just like, oh no, I'm a terrible person, or they're just like, oh he 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 made a good joke about me. Everyone, I know. think they just laughed probably. That's why. But see, that's a good example. That's why the that, purge needs to be real. That's a good example. Of that guy <laughs> being passionate is like, this is we've been waiting for this movie forever. You're fucking ruining yeah. it. Yeah. Like, so that happened with Rogue One for me, but I'm like, I can't say anything because they're older Hispanic per- people that like, ha- like they're they don't give a shit about me being young and liking Star Wars. They're just like, we're taking our grandkids. They're to like, the movie. you and your white male privilege trying to watch Star Wars. This movie is so white. Oscar's so white. I, I can't argue with you. <laughs> the galaxy is a white place. I'm sorry. Like, that is a. I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Never tell me the odds. Can't really explain that away, George Lucas. Like <laughs> that is, that's a good point though. There's you got a very, galaxy full of like blue and red people and they're just few white POCs people. POCs in the galaxy, so it's true. <laughs> fair. Fair assessment. I don't know. I thought Harkins was gonna be the savior, but it's not. It is for it makes people almost too comfortable, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the comfy seats is kinda like hey, I've yeah. had a few incidents uh, where people just snore because of those I, I have fallen asleep so many times recently in that theater because those seats are too good. Yeah. Because I usually will see it after I get off work. And Somebody like, fell asleep oh. during Moneyball, remember that? What? Somebody fell asleep during Moneyball and was snoring really loud. And it was just like me and you and like a really small handful of people in that theater. We were like, I know this movie's not like popular, but can you Yeah, stop? and when the guy woke up, <laughs> everybody stop. just started laughing so hard. Because <laughs> he was like... <laughs> 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 what? what? Where am I? <laughs> My favorite is those those vine, uh, mimes, those vine memes videos uh, where the people are falling asleep and then someone will just slide their elbow out from under their, holding their head up and they'll just smack their head on the desk. <laughs> it's like, that's great. Ghost in the Shell. That's coming. Oh, yeah, there, we've, every time we've seen a movie recently, there's been a trailer for it. And I'm like, this looks great. It does look great. Uh, that Life movie looks incredible, by the way. The more it, I keep seeing trailers for it. It does. It comes out next week. Do you guys want to see that? I'm I down. Do. Now, have you heard the theory that it might be a, a secret prequel to a Venom movie, apparently? Yeah, because yeah. they just announced the Venom movie, too, for next year. So be I hope that's true. That'd be the coolest it thing. It makes ever. me want to see it more, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, like... It's because it's a it's a unique approach to. I that. thought it was just gonna be like, oh, we're on a space station with an alien, we can't let it get to Earth, but it's like it really looks like an alien movie, and that doesn't that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Right. Like, I like Ryan Reynolds. I'll watch him in anything, and I love Jake Gyllenhaal even more, and I'll watch him in anything, and he looks like he'll be like the antagonist of that, or mm-hmm. like, no, you got to steal these people off. They're stuck with the thing, and the, that alien creature looks unique and like actually terrifying too. If you've seen it, where it mm-hmm. literally just it keeps getting bigger every time it attacks somebody. So. Right. Not to mention, that movie looks like a, a, a huge homage to the episode of uh, Toys in the Attic for Cowboy Bebop, where... Uh, what the fuck <laughs> was that? Oh, <laughs> where fucking... Uh, Spike they leaves Crab in the, the freezer for too long. Oh, it yeah. becomes like a sentient Yeah, and then monster. he has the fucking flamethrower and shit. Yeah. Fucking rip. So, I'm fucking stoked for that. So, that's next Friday. We'll definitely go see that. Um, what, what came out this week? Beauty Kong. And oh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. I don't care. I'll yeah, go, see, no, it for, I'll go really. see it for a suck, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> after Ghost in the Shell is the week after Life, I think this this has been like a big month for like top AAA movies and games too, which we'll get to next episode. But you want to talk, like March has been fucking lit so we're far. We're really talking up that next episode. Yes, uh, it'll be thirty days from now. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go get a drink after we stop this one because I'm sure Mario's gonna come over. Sure. But, um, I was like, oh, if Jacob gets bored, he can literally just play the Switch while we're <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> No. That's what ex- I mean. No, you're not, but I know you're not. I can tell. That's what excites me about it is the uh, like. You guys are playing Rainbow Six or watching a movie. I don't give a shit about. I'm just gonna find some shrines like that kind of thing. <coughs> yeah. 
And I even brought it to work, but unfortunately, like, I'm constantly busy. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play it at work. And then even on my break, I was like, I can't. I'll just feel bad. Right. So uh, Mario Kart comes out next month. That's going to be fucking great. Uh, we only played that, like, once or twice, but that game's awesome. I do love Mario Kart. That fun. one has, like, new battle mode and new, and new characters and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you, can be you can play as the Splatoon people. You can play Dude, as Link. Splatoon 2 is the one I'm looking forward to. Splatoon 2, Mario Odyssey, though. I think, uh, yeah. oh, I don't know if we should save it for the next episode, but uh, I probably will, But because i got to reconnect to the internet. Nintendo, uh, just, they're fucking killing it, apparently, on the Switch. It was, like, one of the best launches they've ever had and best launches in console history. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll get the stats for next episode well, for the opening, but apparently they started with uh, uh, 3 million. I think 2 or 3 million they, launched, they uh, distributed, and all those got sold immediately. And they're doubling we down. We got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was actually hard. Like, I had to wait and get the email and then fucking, like, uh, act on it because it was gone, like, 10 minutes later after I bought it. But mm-hmm. uh, they were going to do a 15 million launch for uh, April 1st, I think, is like their April 2nd. It's coming out, like, the next wave, but they are making it 30 million now because of the demand. Right. So it's safe to say we're going to see a lot of companies start throwing, like, Mass Effect style games on the Switch because it's proven that it can do it. That'd be good. So, um, they also just announced that they're they're calling it the Nindies, which is like Nintendo Indies. They're bringing sixty within the next two months to the Switch, which like a lot of them are really good. Like, uh, Shovel Knight's an incredible game. I'm gonna get that. That game's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like Mega Man meets Super Mario World, and right. So, yeah, we'll just leave you on that one, and then uh, yeah, God bless. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Best Bros Podcast. I think is what it's called, and then on Twitter for sure it's at Best Bros Podcast. And see you next week. Bye. Love you. Have a week. Bye.